fans, it's been a while since we talked to you on the weekend. Um, life's been busy. Summer's brought a lot of fun and adventure and new responsibilities. Uh, but we are back. Uh, it's me and Celis today. Celis, how you doing? I'm good, man. Happy Saturday to you. Oh, thank you, man. Same to you. I got got the house to myself here for a little while. The wife's off at the hair salon getting her hair did. Um, nice. What's, nice. Your, what's your wife up to today? She's actually at work today, so I definitely have the house solo to myself too, man. It's a great time to talk wrestling. It is. I mean, fans, let's face it, on the Big Old Belt podcast, when we get free time, what better thing to do than to talk wrestling? I just got done watching this week's episode of NXT. It's what they filmed before TakeOver at the Barclays Center. Did you get a chance to watch that yet? No, I didn't get a chance to watch it yet. What were some highlights of it? Well, it's in like an 85-minute episode, so it's extended. Um, they had a fatal four way, Emma, Dana Brooke, Charlotte, Becky Lynch in the main event. Okay. Uh, Bull Dempsey made his return with the bull fit gimmick. He got a nice reaction. Um, we were subjected to Eva Marie versus Carmella. The crowd hated it. And right. Yeah. Was that the match that, um, that they booed the finish like tremendously, even though Eva Marie got the win. I heard about that in some, some, I guess some. Some internet writing or some some websites or whatever, but I didn't get a chance to read the article. It was just a headline. Oh yeah, no, they totally booed the finish and they um they booed pretty much the whole match. A lot of you can't wrestle chants. Her finish looks weird because you follow Total Divas like I know we both do. Yeah. She was doing uh Brian Kendrick's slice spread number two, which is kind yeah. of that that spinning bulldog off the turnbuckle, but you're supposed to turn yeah. your body just so you take it forward style, and she's taking it backwards style. Maybe it's a variation. I don't know, but I didn't like it. And then the show opened with an eight-man tag. It was Enzo and Cass and uh, the Hype Bros versus Chad Gable. Uh, who's Chad Gable teaming with? What's that guy's name? Um, he's been on. He was on Tough Enough a lot, working in the ring with them. Jason Jordan. That's it. Jason Jordan. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and okay. they were tagging with. Two other heel guys that escape me right now. Dash and Dawson, I think. Uh-huh. The crowd loved Enzo and Cass being in New York, by the way. It was pretty awesome. Nice. I I, I hope they get to the main roster soon if they're not going to do anything with them on NXT. I think uh, they're ready. Don't you? Yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that, man. And just to see how the tag team division is going <laughs> right now. And, and I watched SmackDown in its entirety this past Thursday because I was definitely interested to see what the Dudley boys are going to do. And just with the way the Dudley Boys carried that match against the Ascension, I thought that was like a classic tag team match. Even though you knew the faces were going to win, it wasn't a squash. It was a good about 10-minute match going back and forth, but everybody got their spots. And then even Ascension got a couple of good spots in, too, to show that they can legitimately, you know, handle a good match on the tag team roster. And if you put Enzo and Cass up there, that can just make this tag team explode, you know, to the next level. Yeah, I haven't seen. I didn't get. I have smacked out on the DVR. I haven't gotten to it yet. So I guess between the two of us, we kind of have our bases covered. Oh yeah. Um, I also still have ROH on Doc to watch sometime this weekend. Yep. I am. Uh, they don't have a proper pay per view until like September, and they're gonna do the uh, the Jay Lethal Roddy Strong match before that. They're gonna tape it at like a live event. I think if it hasn't already happened, it's happening soon. But they are gonna air that on ROH TV. So I'm looking forward to. Seeing what comes of that as well as who Jay Lethal, because I assume Jay Lethal retains there. Oh, yeah, see, absolutely. See who he wrestles in his next program. I'm very I'm pumped to see Jay Lethal in um in Dallas when we go to the TV tapings. Yes. I, yes. He, he's worth all price of admission when we saw him out here in Baltimore. Definitely a class act, a hard worker, and he makes any match look good. It'll it'll be really cool to see who WWE snatches up off the indies and the smaller companies next because they got Joe. I know that AJ Styles just had a comment where he basically said he would leave New Japan if WWE made him an offer he couldn't refuse. Wow, okay. I would love to see like a two-year run of him in like NXT slash WWE, but you got to wonder if they, they've got to have their eyes on Jay Lethal. And then I heard Okada was obviously backstage at SummerSlam, and I guess he was a big hit amongst the crew there. And he's only mm-hmm. like 23, 24, like – I think they'd be stupid not to side, not to try and get him. I don't know if you're going to get Nakamura because I think they're going to start really making him a top guy in New Japan soon. But I've, at this point, they could probably poach anybody they wanted to. It's just a matter if they they want to and if they know what to do with them yet. One guy I hope that that WWE tries to tap into, and I think he has unlimited potential, and he is very great as a storyteller in the ring. Cedric Alexander. Yeah, he's only 26 right now, wrestling the ROH. I mean, literally, he could be 
a, a mid-card to high-level heel in the company, just the way how he's good on the mic, the way he storytells in the ring. And once again, that, that match he had with Moose, and we're big Moose fans here, I was more impressed with Cedric Alexander of how he carried Moose in that match. Not saying Moose didn't hold his own, but Cedric really told a story with that match, and it was just awesome, you know, the whole bout. One of the best matches of that night when we saw the pay-per-view. Well, he he won too, right? Didn't Moose take the loss? And he won. Yeah. yeah no, yeah, it is. I... I want to see Moose wrestle live. I'm jealous you guys got to go to that show. It looked like a lot of fun on TV. Um, Well, the reason you and I got together today was to do some fantasy booking, kind of looking ahead at what the fall in WWE is going to look like, as well as maybe doing a way too early prediction of the WrestleMania card. Before we get to that, I just wanted to brag a little bit and let everyone know that they finally put out the card uh, for the Global Force Wrestling Show that I'm attending a week from today in clinton yep. iowa uh i'm going to have vip access uh thank you to the clinton lumber kings organization for that um my dad's going to be there photographing the event so that's part of why nice. we got that access but um this is the card uh we got sanjay dutt formerly of tna fame i don't think he's still with them versus dj zima ion very excited uh-huh. to see dj z dj z wrestle live uh cabana's going to be wrestling on the card uh-huh. i Looking forward to meeting Cabana and just telling him what a big fan I've been of his podcast forever. Yeah, absolutely. ODB versus Mickey James. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's two tag. There's like a singles match and a tag match of guys that I don't know yet. But then the main event is uh, Chris Mordetsky, formerly Chris Masters, mm-hmm. taking on Nick Aldis, formerly Magnus, in the main. In what I think is the main event, and then we have a special guest appearing, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. So no PJ Black signing? No PJ Black, no Moose, no Young Bucks. Um, but like the fact I was worried that it would be a lot of guys that I hadn't heard of. Not that that's a problem. I'm always up for seeing new talent. Um, right. But it's cool that I, I'm aware of a good chunk of the crowd – of the card, excuse me. The the one thing I gripe against is that I've seen the uh, the Bullet Club, Doc Gallows, and Carl Anderson have been tagging in a lot of the main events on their live yeah. events. And they're not going to be there, and that, I was looking forward to seeing them. But it's cool. I, I think it's going to be a really fun show. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Just hope the weather holds out. Is it going to be an outdoor venue, or is it going to be an indoor venue? Yeah, it's, it's at Ashford University Field in Clinton. It's uh, where the Clinton Lumber Kings play. They are a single-A affiliate of the Seattle Mariners organization. Who Gotcha. We've been, uh, my family's been tight with the Lumber Kings for a while through my dad's photography. Last summer, when we took our vacation out to Seattle on the West Coast, we actually got on-field BP access uh, for the Seattle Mariners. They're a great organization. They treated us very nice. well. Got to take Derek Jeter's picture because it was his last series in Seattle. Nice. Um, it was cool, man. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, can't wait. Got to meet Jeff Jarrett in his promotional work there yep. earlier in the summer when he was hyping the show up. So, yeah, it's going to be a good show. But let's get right into the fantasy booking. Um, we just wrapped SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. The main event picture, I, I know they're throwing Sting at Seth Rollins here. It's, it's confirmed. It it's is confirmed. confirmed. That will be uh, the main event, I believe. And it's for the title at Night of Champions, correct? Yep, for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship title. And I'm assuming that Seth will probably wrestle twice that match. He'll probably open the, the card and end the card because I'm assuming that maybe a John Cena rematch for the U.S. title, maybe somebody else will be involved in that picture. So it's not, do you think that he'll have – Rollins will have to do double duty at Night of Champions? I think so, and I was just reviewing back, you know, on my research for 2004, every title was defended except the United States. Oh, the United States title was because Sheamus was the champion at the time. So, yeah, every title was defended as Night of Champions normally is. So I'm assuming that Seth will have to do double duty. Okay, and I think that will be great. Um, Looking, I mean, I don't see Sting winning the title, although... I don't either. Like I said on our last episode, if he did win it, followed by a quick Sheamus cash-in, wouldn't that be just... Wouldn't that be something? That would, that would be, be something. That's like the only scenario I could think of where I would be somewhat happy with a Seamus cash in. Not that I don't love Sting, but I just think people would freak out and it would be funny on Twitter. Um, and then you can even use it as a segment where the authority switches from Seth and goes towards, you know, Seamus. And that way, maybe you have a Seth Rollins face turn since he's getting face reactions now where you can set up as one future match of Seth versus Triple H, you know, at Mania. Yeah, I, I definitely think that's where we're headed. And I think that's the... That's the protocol it's going to take to get there, you know, having putting Sheamus in that spot. And I think it would go back to getting the authority more heel heat if because Sheamus yep. is just universally hated. And I don't see him getting over 
as a face on accident. Like he's he's pretty no. good at the heel role, and the look definitely helps. Yes. So if they if they go that way this fall, I would like to see one more Rollins Cena match for the world title. If I think to do that feud properly, so we don't have to go back to it again. Right. And I think that that would take place in the cell in October. Uh-huh. Um, but then I think maybe we go to that Sheamus route moving forward to Survivor Series and whatnot. So then let's say, for example, that Rollins drops the title to Sheamus via cash-in. Okay. I don't see Sheamus carrying the title into Mania because uh-huh. I don't have any idea who he'd feud with that would be legit. We're, what do you see kind of transitionally? Like where would they go with from Sheamus to whatever their Mania world title feud would be? Oh man, that that would be interesting because I don't see any type of face coming in that can be that dominant that would, you know, that could carry that belt like that. Not unless you have a big return. Um, I, I don't see Batista doing that as a big return. If Daniel Bryan can ever get cleared, that's a possibility always because they always like to put Daniel Bryan and Sheamus together. Yes. Um, I'm just trying. Randy Orton could be an option, you know, because he hasn't had the belt in a while. Maybe you give him the strap one more time. Um, I just can't. And I mean, Cesaro, that would, that would be a great fan choice, but it's unlikely to happen. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of all the top faces. It's really that not that many top faces other than Cena right now. That's worth getting on that, that, that belt status. And of course, Undertaker and, and Brock Lesnar are still in their continued feud. So you can't, you know, X those two out. So yeah. I really don't see who else. Do you have any ideas? I mean, it's probably going to be Cena. Like I could see them playing off, you know, maybe they have, Sheamus pick up the title sometime between the Cell pay-per-view and Survivor Series, and then you hit, you throw Cena at him at TLC, which would be kind right. of a throwback because uh, Sheamus won his first world title, I want to say, at in 2010 at TLC. Yep. It was a tables match against Cena. It was a very shocking title change, and I remember really liking the way that they did that. So it would be kind of a throwback. I, I mean – all indications to me are that they're going to do this whole 16th reign tease and then maybe have Cena pick up the title. I think he, they're going to have him carry the title into Mania, and I think that okay. maybe he defends against a back-to-back Royal Rumble winner in Roman Reigns. Mm, so is Roman going to be the heel in that, that match, or are you going to have a two-face versus face match again? I think you have a face, do it face versus face, unless Roman sometime this fall turns heel on Dean. But then once again, Seth's got his main event program going on with seemingly the authority of Triple H. Roman Reigns right. has got his main event program, and you got Dean left in the dust again. And it's like, you looked at the reactions that they got with him in the spring when he was doing yeah. his program with Rollins. Did did he work against Seth when you guys went to Payback? I can't. Was that or was that Orton in the main event? I can't even remember what the main event was. Um, or was it a uh, Fatal Four Way? No, it was. It was. What was the main event? Wasn't I think it was a fatal four way because it was all three Shield members and uh, Randy Orton. Okay. Because they did the Shield power bomb, you know. To I, I believe it was Orton, yeah, Shield power bomb and Orton. But then Seth ended up picking the win up, you know, after yeah. they teased that little Shield power bomb. Because um, yeah, those main events that he did for the title with Seth at um the Chamber pay per view and then at Money in the Bank, like if he it, it was. It would have been fine if Dean would have won. Like, he was over enough and the crowd was reacting enough. Like, he was legit main event at that time. And he's doing a real nice program with whatever it is they're going to amount this Wyatt family thing to. But it would be really cool that if they could find a spot for Dean in a main event role. I don't know what that would be. I think he's just going to get left in the dust again come Mania. Like, he'll have a match, but it might be some sort of hodgepodge ladder thing like they did this year, which I thought was kind of a waste of Dean. Even though you said that Roman might be a two-time back-to-back winner, could you see just a sneaky chance of Dean maybe winning that Rumble and put, you know, Dean against Cena in that um, type of face-versus-face match? Or is that just too far stretch off as a fan to like to see that happen? I would love to see that more. But, I mean, I we've said it enough on the podcast. And I know Two Chains is a big fan of this theory, too. They've kept Dean, or excuse me, Roman and Cena away from each other a lot. Um, and I think it's yeah, on purpose. And... Yeah, I don't know. The only way I would see Dean winning the Rumble in any sort of semblance would be if they were going to go shield triple threat for the title. But then you don't do that Triple H-Seth Rollins thing at Mania. And I think, you know, Triple H seems like he only wrestles at Mania now. And I think that's the only match that would make sense for him storyline-wise. Right. So I think he got to go there. 
which means I'm not going to get my shield triple threat like I want, but yeah. I, I'm okay with Seth versus Triple H. I think yeah, that I'm would, okay with that too. I think it would be good, and you look at, I mean, that's like a year and a half plus of groundwork built up to yep. like build that upon. I think, and I, I think the promos between Steph and Seth Rollins would be really good. And in that match, wouldn't it be great to see if not only if Seth can put Triple H in a pedigree, but Seth brings back the curb stop at the same time. Oh, uh, you know what? People, that would be a great moment at Mania if he brought that back. Um, I could easily see Kane getting involved with that whole match yep. too, um, especially if they made it like a no DQ. Oh, yeah. And then you could get all sorts of people involved and it would be cool. Um, so... I guess what we're projecting here way too soon, again, these are all way too soon predictions, is that we think Sheamus will pick up the title at some point, drop uh-huh. it to Cena, Cena carries the title into Mania against Roman, and then you got Seth Triple H at Mania also. Seth face turns sometime between now and, and I would assume Royal Rumble or shortly thereafter if they're going to wait that long. So that's... So just based on what we've booked so far, main event mania card would be Brock Taker, yep. Cena Roman, Seth Triple H. I would agree. I would agree. Let's let's pencil that in, not pen it in fans, because you know anything can change at any moment. Yes. But I would definitely pencil those in. And then if that was the case, The Rock has been very heavily advertised already, not like on TV necessarily, but on the trucks. You, like we said, those decals have already been seen by people leaked online. You got Rock front and center, right next to that WrestleMania 32 logo. If he's not working, if he's not working Cena again, and thank God, if he's not working Triple H, like has been rumored for so long, where does Rock fit in? And furthermore, where does a potential Ronda Rousey match fit in? In you know what, uh, two things just came across my mind. All right, I would see The Rock maybe promoting, not wrestling, but promoting Ronda Rousey. But then somebody put something, okay, what if you see a, a Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey type match? And if that's the case, of course, you got Team Bad, and then you have The Usos. So what if you have a situation where The Usos are, like, kind of managing, you know, Sasha Banks, and then you got The Rock kind of managing uh, uh, Ronda Rousey? Wouldn't that be an interesting kind of family feud there to see if you do that for a women's match? Maybe put some men to throw some promotions in and say why their chick or why their girl is better. You know, just this is a to switch it up just to give a different type of taste look. That would definitely give those people a lot more credibility if The Rock was a part of that, no question. My thing is, I think if they're going to bring Rock back and give him that big payday, they're going to put him up in a big time match. Mm-hmm. The problem is if Brock's busy, Taker's busy, if Cena's busy, if Roman's busy, if Triple H is busy, like we fantasy booked, I don't think there's anybody else on the roster that could hang with Rock. Not in terms of like in-ring talent, but just in terms of star power. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Rock comes back for to work with many people unless it's a big deal, big time match. Which is where this gets complicated. Right, right. Un- so yeah, I don't know. And maybe you're right. Maybe Rock doesn't wrestle. Maybe he just comes back for a promotional type thing. But if they're going to fill that stadium, the three matches we said so far, they're good. But mm-hmm. you need more. Like I think that's where a lot of people online are fantasy booking Bray versus Sting. And I think that would be a very nice addition to that card. Here's my problem with that, and I love it on the card, but who do you put over? If you put over Sting, yeah, he wins, but then Bray goes to 0-3 at Mania. I'm 0-2, 0-3, I can't remember the exact number. And then if you put Bray over, Sting goes 0-2 at Mania. So I, once again, are you putting yourself in a lose-lose situation there? I don't think so, because I think you I think you definitely put Sting over. Right. Um, and then I think what you do is you refocus Bray's character. He's like, I keep losing, I keep losing. I'm going to take over WWE and bring my nightmare alive to everybody because Wyatt family, we're going to go after all the gold in 2016. I think you follow okay. that up with a Bray Wyatt uh, Money in the Bank win because how good would he be with Money in the Bank? It would be amazing. 
Yeah, I, I thought he should have won it last year, in my opinion. Yeah. He, he had the perfect setup to do it, so he'll be due process for him to win you know, next year. For sure. And then I, I, I just think heels are better at winning Money in the Bank than baby faces anyways. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Edge was living proof of that with the original yep. conception of it. And then I think you send him after the world title at some point, maybe not at Mania, but maybe before that. He'd be a nice fall champion. Um, and then I think you send Rowan and Harper. I think you bring Rowan back and put him in the fold, send them after mm-hmm. the tag straps, mm-hmm. and you send um, Braun Strowman after one of the mid-card titles. And it can kind of be like a like a throwback to Evolution when they had captured all the gold at one sure. point. Um, so I, I think it would work with having, having Bray put over Sting at Mania, and I hope that's where they go. I think it would just be a real nice little program. And think, I mean, you listen to the promos he's cut on Roman, like – going after like a fan favorite like nobody wants you like think of the stuff he could do with sting i mean he right. made that he made that taker thing passable without taker even being on tv last year True. or this past mania rather and he had a severely sprained ankle too so people didn't realize he was working very tough on that match they didn't even think he could go that night and that was a good little match they had too you know i have my gripes with the way it all turned out but it was a decent match mm-hmm. in the daylight but that's what you get when you're outside in the west coast i that's guess exactly so Okay, just recapping again, the card work we've projected, and we can tweak as we go, obviously, but Seth Triple H, Brock mm-hmm. Taker, Cena Roman, Sting Bray. Gotcha. Now, here's my, here's my opening match. I want to add this match in. Sure. I really feel like we need to have another Money in the Bank type match, but not a Money in the Bank match. Let's bring back what we saw in WrestleMania 17, which is one of my greatest matches of all time, having four tag teams have a Money in the Bank style match for the two tag straps or the tag titles at Mania. Now that you got the Dudley Boys, how about opening up with the Dudley Boys, New Day, let's say primetime players, and you can even throw in the Lucha Dragons here because I really like the work they do and have like a four-way ladder match for the tag team titles, and that's your open Mania. I think that would be an explosion of a match like it was at WrestleMania 17 where you had Edge and Christian, the Hardy Boys, and the Dudley Boys. Not saying the Dudley Boys are going to win. You might have the New Day even still go over here as a WrestleMania moment just for the hard work they have done over this past year. I think that would be a great way to open the show. I think that would be great. Can I make a a slight alteration? Make it. Change it from ladder match to full-on TLC and make it a throwback to those WrestleMania, WrestleMania 2000 and WrestleMania 17 matches. Oh, that'd be even better. And maybe we sub out the Lucha Dragons for the Usos, and I'm with it. Okay, yeah, I agree with that, because the Usos should be back full healthy by then, hopefully. Um, oh, that would be awesome, because th- them two, when they was the tag team champions, the Usos I'm t- referring to, uh, they had a great run, great matches. They had great matches with the Shield. I mean, even though those matches are on the pre-shows, you know, they did throw some great, great work in. So I, w- I would I'd be good for that substitution. Yeah, and then I would... Um put another i'd put some of those other tag teams in some sort of match on the pre-show kind of like what we got this year that nice little four-way right it did and you could get the lucha dragons in there you could get the ascension you could get an enzo and Cass potentially in there um or some other tag team i'm forgetting the los matadores always seem to do yeah. nicely on pre-show right um and that's pending and you know maybe there's another tag team we're not even thinking of that's not on the roster yet so that I think that would be a great addition. I fully expect there to be some sort of a gimmick match. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a nice way to get guys on the card as well as, um, you know, you got the Dudley boys. Doesn't that just make all the sense in the world to do oh, something like it that? It really does. It really does. So, okay, now I'm starting to get more excited about the card we're putting together. Um, you got to get Kevin Owens in there. In, in a single match. As a U.S. title or Intercontinental title champion? I definitely, yeah, I definitely see him having one of those straps by Mania because I think that's going to give him more credence. You know, he's not in the main event yet, but he's working his way there. Um, right. I would like to see him defend one of those mid-card titles against a returning from injury Sami Zayn. I think that would be a, really, awesome a really nice, it would make sense storyline-wise. I think that's got to be, got to be part of WrestleMania season. And if not Sami Zayn... I don't know who else you put up against him except maybe Dean Ambrose. And I think Kevin Owens and Dean could have a nice little feud. They could. If if that's what it came to. Um, I would still like it to be Sami Zayn, though. I, I think it would be better for Sami Zayn, too, because even Kevin Owens and recent promo work, I'm not sure if it was Raw or SmackDown when he did, 
uh, it might be even an NXT show, he's made reference to Sami Zayn about injuring and putting him on the shelf. Yep. So on the, if that continues to happen, it'll just bring more fuel to the fire for when Sami comes back as an epic return. Yeah, and and besides that too, like I don't think you necessarily have to bring Sami Zayn back to be a part of NXT because I think they're going to be doing fine by mm-hmm. the time. I think January is when he's projected to come back. Because what's that? A good Royal Rumble entrant. Yeah, he would be a great Royal Rumble entrant because I mean you've got Hideo Itami coming back soon. He can be part of the title picture. You got Tyler Breeze still there. You got Finn Balor. You got um, Apollo Cruz. Mm-hmm. You've got who else is there? Joe, Baron Corbin. Yep. Like that's a nice little bunch. It is. And I would fully expect there to be one more, if not more, major indie signing between now and then. Whether it's I, I don't think AJ Styles is going to happen, but maybe a New Japan guy they can poach or um, something like that. I don't know. So right now, what does that make? Five or six matches on our card that so far? That makes, well, five, I think. Cena Roman, Taker Brock, um, Triple H Seth, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn for a mid-card title, and then the four-way tag TLC. Okay. Divas. Where do you see the women's uh, division being? All right, good. Here? We're thinking the same direction. Um, yes. I've got to tell you, I think there's space on this card for a multi-diva match as well as a singles match for the Divas title. I think you can get away with doing two. Maybe one's okay. on the pre-show. Maybe one is the opener because that would be a nice way, a nice little feather in the cap for the Divas revolution. Mm-hmm. If you were going to do a singles match for the Divas title... I think you have to put Paige in that. Right. Paige Charlotte makes a lot of sense, but Paige Sasha Banks makes me a lot more intrigued. I agree. Especially if it was a heel page, because I think she's better as a heel. Oh, but Sasha, oh, I, ooh, Sasha's, I Sa- Sasha's a face, though. She's already so over, though. The crowd. She is. But, like, I could easily see it the other way, too. Heel Sasha versus babyface Paige. But I think... I think Paige Sasha or Paige Sasha Charlotte maybe as a triple threat because I think the company really wants to go with Charlotte, but I don't think she gets the reactions that Sasha gets. Right. Nor do I think she's going to get close unless we get – I also think heel Charlotte is better than babyface Charlotte. She I would definitely agree. Um, maybe we – who would you put in the title match there if at Mania? <sighs> You know what? As much as I hate to say this, just for storyline purposes of how much they promoted her for being, you know, the longest Divas running champion, I think Nikki Bella has to be in the match. Um, maybe a fatal four-way uh, where you have Nikki Bella, Charlotte, Sasha. And I, I, I may... Yeah, you want to throw Paige. I want to give some type of respect to Becky Lynch. Um, but I, don't, I just don't think she's there yet. So, you know, have each leader, per se... Have Sasha, you know, Paige and uh and Nikki Bella as far as the Divas Revolution now and just throwing Charlotte because like you said, the company really wants Charlotte. But when you think about how deep the Divas division is now, I, I'm I'm thinking more and more you might have to have a tag team's diva title, as you've been alluding to earlier, because I'm thinking who would be a better tag team right now to hold the belts than probably Tamina and um Naomi. Uh, Naomi, I can't even think of her name. Naomi. Yeah, absolutely. I think great, you know. A Divas tag team title if you have that on the show and maybe you throw in a Becky Lynch and some you know whoever she wants her partner to be as a tag team title you know they can throw it up any type of way um but I think more and more they might have to slide that in because it's the time the roster is just too talented to only have one focus you might want to focus three champions at one time yeah I'm I think you like Dr. M has said you might need to get a few more ladies on the roster just to really flesh it out and be able to run a Divas program on either touring house show circuit. Sure. Um, so why don't we why don't we just make it like you said? We'll we'll put the fatal four way for the Divas title on our our uh, projected card. So we'll say for the title, Paige, Nikki, Sasha, Charlotte. Yep. And then a multi diva match, maybe on the pre show, uh, featuring Becky, featuring an Alicia Fox, featuring Naomi, Tamina, and whoever else. I I th- I could get down with that. And I would even go as far as to say, I think Nikki may retain until Mania for some reason. I hope that's not the case. I hope she drops the title at some point there. 
But I think it'd be a better epic moment for a title change at Mania at this point if you're going to keep pushing her as the longest reigning Divas champion. I I agree. You might as well. The only way I could see it, I I, I don't think they know quite the direction they're heading with this whole hashtag Divas revolution yet. And right. They can't keep doing what they did last week on Raw because that clearly didn't pan out. And furthermore, why I think they should wait till Mania, like you said, is because of this hashtag that's been up for about 36 hours now. Um, hashtag things better than Nikki's title reign or something like that. Right, right. Um, which I've been using to our advantage when I plug our show on Twitter <laughs> just so people can get eyes on our links. So, um, okay. Who are we forgetting you know what? I was just thinking the same thing, and I'm going to throw two names out that we have not mentioned in probably the 40 <laughs> minutes or whatever so that we've been doing this. Okay. We have not mentioned Dolph Ziggler, and we have not mentioned Rusev. Yeah. I, w- I want to see Lana in a match more than those two, to be completely honest with you. <laughs> that's kind of bad to say because as much, you know, Dolph Ziggler has been deserving another title shot, and as much as Rusev is trying to be promoting his undefeated character, then they got crushed by Arsena Monster. We're saying that Lana, you know, we want to see Lana more in the match. That's kind of funny, though. It is. Um, I would be perfectly okay with the Lana Summer Rae feud going to Mania and culminating in a cage match, but that is uh, my way out there booking that will never happen. Um well, they can't. Obviously, these two aren't going to face each other because right. that feud will be long gone by then. Um, Rusev's tough because they booked him so strongly up till that scene of feud at Mania, and now he's definitely more mid card. Yep. And I don't know who you. It's got to be a so baby yeah. face that you could really get behind. Ryback, you got Miz, you got Big Show. We haven't mentioned any of them either. You know, uh, Ryback is a babyface right now. I could get down with Ryback and Rusev for you know the IC title if Ryback keeps it long term. I would be okay mm-hmm. with that, especially if maybe you. I would love to see them align Ryback with some sort of valet or manager. I don't know who that would be yet, but um, another would it be woman or man. If you just you know, if we're we're doing fantasy booking, would you would you book him with a man or a woman manager? I think that if you put him with a really hot valet manager, a female, I think that that could help keep his baby face reaction because he gets pretty strong chants and stuff, but like it's not anything over the top. Like people aren't don't go insane for the intro of Dean's music the same way they go for the intro of the Ryback theme. Right. So I could also see a Cesaro going after um, Rusev. I mm-hmm. think I think they could have a real nice ten minute match too, because that's another name we have to throw in there is Cesaro. Any love for Stardust? I think Stardust Stephen Amell. Um, if they, it's a rematch, if, rematch at Mania. If they don't shoot their wad before that, because they're definitely teasing it on Twitter. Uh huh. But I hope they don't do it sooner than that, because I I would think that would be great for Mania. Now, you normally always have some big-time return, and the first person I'm thinking right now is Jericho. Do you have a Jericho or somebody like that return just to put somebody over? Even though Jericho tried to do that with uh, Fandango a couple of years ago that did not work like we thought it would. Um, is there anybody that, you know, that's a former or all-time great that can put you know pull somebody over? Yeah, I think he could easily work against Rusev, although I'm not sure what the basis of the feud would be. Right. Um, I would love to see Jericho and Cesaro work too. Oh, that would be good. Um, Dolph Ziggler, I think, is going to get shoved into some sort of multi-person match. I, I'm really frustrated with Dolph Ziggler, and I almost want him to turn heel again. Like I know people love the guy, but yeah, he's with Lana. I'm kind of over it. I'm more into Lana than I am into Dolph, which it should right. be the, the other way around if he's the focal guy in the ring. And he's wearing all this like '80s throwback metal stuff. Like he had like a um, he had like a Motley Crue throwback trunks at uh, at SummerSlam and Raw. It was like "Kickstart My Heart" on it, which is a Motley Crue hit. Right. He's had like denim vests with like Iron Maiden patches and Judas Priest patches. It's like, what is your character? To this right, day, right. I I still don't really know what the Dolph Ziggler character is. I knew what he was with Spirit Squad. 
I knew what he was when they were doing that kind of Val Venus throwback thing, and he yep. was going on shaking everybody's hand, and now he's just this like, I don't even know, like a so rock and so roll aficionado playboy type of guy. I don't even know yeah. what he is, and so that's why I don't see him having a feature match on Mania. But he just re-upped his deal, so like, they must want to do something with him. I don't know. I mean, you would hope so. You would hope so. I mean, I would say like you got you got Tyler Breeze in there that is a spitting image him on the next NXT scene. Why don't you just put them together, and make him a tag team, call him something? You know, but, I'd be good with that too. Although I like to compare Tyler Breeze more to uh, an early run to HBK. I think. Yeah. I, I hope they do something big with him soon. I know that on NXT when you watch this week, he teases that. Uh, we have not seen the last of him against Liger. Right. And he said he's got something even bigger he wants to discuss with Mr. Regal next week. So I am uh, I'm very excited for the Tyler Breeze experience moving forward. I I'm also excited to see where they work Liger into Mania Weekend. I could see him having a big match on the whatever NXT takeover thing they do on Friday night. Yep. And I think we're gonna get that announced sooner than later because they're making their tour NXT is through the Texas area. In uh-huh. mid-September, and they are running a show in Dallas that okay. week, I'm pretty sure. It's around the same time that ROH is doing their all-star extravaganza in San Antonio. So there's a lot of lot of piggybacking amongst the companies going on again. Definitely a lot of competing. And this is great to see for the wrestling business. Even though it's nowhere near the Monday Night Wars, it's just still great to see a lot of uh, wrestling promotions, you know, putting out their best talent and having good wrestling all around because that's what we're all about, the wrestling. Yeah. So it sounds like we're going to get a takeover in September on that tour, theoretically. And then wasn't there also one announced for October? And do you remember where it is? It's that this, I do not remember. The UK one's not till like two weeks before Christmas. Like I want to say December right. 16th. They are going to do a takeover there. But I know there's one in October and I can't think of where they're running. Oh, it might be Nashville. I know that they're announcing some stuff for Nashville soon. Let me check it out. See if I can find some October 7, 2015, the takeover series. Uh, it says it's to be a uh, to be announced, but then it has mentioned the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic Tournament Finals. Okay, will be the spotlight of that one in October, but October seventh is the date. And like you said, the one in London that will be on December sixteenth. Yeah, I got people in Nashville, man. I should. Uh... My cousin goes to college there. He's going to school for music production, and it's his senior year. So, if nice. I want to go right. down for free pad to stay at in, in Nashville. This would be the time, but we will see because I'm going to New York this fall too. So I probably got to watch my money, and I got to reimburse you for Mania tickets this fall too. <laughs> A lot of stuff coming in the wrestling business. We got it, folks. We got it. Why don't we? Um, we can. Why don't we finish off our Mania card? And I also want to kind of clue. It, we, let's give the fans a little insight into kind of what our, how we were planning our trip. To Mania. This is the second WrestleMania trip I planned with you and our friends. Yep. Um, but let's finish out our card, and then we can kind of wrap up by cluing them into kind of just our travel planning. Because I think we're pretty darn good at it. Yeah, you know, yeah after, definitely a- lots of fun with it. I cannot wait. After really the can. weekend we had in New Orleans, man, I'm I'm so excited for Texas in 2016. But, okay, so going back to our card, just fantasy booking, as we are, the nerds we are on a Saturday. Um, <laughs> take a Brock. Which, yep. like, can I just ask real quick, do you see them putting a stip on that, or you think it'll just be a traditional match? Uh, I don't I don't think they're ready to call it a career match yet, so I just think it'll be just a regular match. Just call it uh, Brock Taker 3. That's well, it. I, I more meant, like, if there'd be, like, a gimmick in it, like like a cell or street fight or anything like that. Maybe an Iron Man match? Oh, God, I don't know if Taker could go for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> um... Let's we'll just keep that as a regular match because I think that's the intrigue lies with the finish and you, you get more specific finishes in a regular match. Although we saw how creative they could be at SummerSlam, so right. t- take a Brock, Cena, Roman for the title, mm-hmm. um, Sting, Bray, Triple H, Seth, four way Divas title match, TLC mm-hmm. four way tag title match, mm-hmm. Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens for a mid card title, and then yep. maybe Rusev Ryback. And then other stuff to be determined. Maybe The Rock's involved in something. Maybe Ronda Rousey has a match. I don't even like fantasy booking the Ronda Rousey thing because it's obvious that if it can happen, it will happen. And so 
fantasy booking is kind of boring for that because it doesn't involve anything with creative on TV. It just involves with what Dana White and Vince and or Triple H can work out. Think of it like the Money Mayweather match when he did Big Show. What was that, 25? Uh, 24 in 24, Orlando. 24. Yeah, you might have to think about something like that. They, they probably won't release it until the month before, if anything. And that way you can see how the storyline will head to a mania. Yeah, and then looking ahead even farther than that, the big rumors now are that um, they just ran Minneapolis for Raw with that Brock Homecoming episode what about two weeks ago. Yep. And they're already booked to come back, uh, I believe, early winter. I want to say December. They're going to do another, um, I think it's Raw or SmackDown, probably Raw, in Minneapolis. Okay. And I think we might see Mania 33 get announced there. See, all indications seem to be that that new Viking Stadium is going to be the host in 2017. And I'm, that's great because that's within drive for me. Uh-huh. I, would, uh, I, would def- I don't know if I would go for the full festivities like we, we've done the past couple of years, but... I would probably get up there for Saturday, Sunday, if it's there, like just to see that stadium. Because have you seen the renderings of it yet? Yeah, it's, the pictures look awesome of it. Oh my god, it's gonna be. So beautiful. I think they're gonna be able to get like seventy thousand ish in there, and it will be a dome. Yeah, it'll have a roof on it, which I, and I know Doctor M when he talks about this, he says he refuses to go to a mania outside without a roof. <laughs> I'm with him on that. He just said no, no thanks. So. um but then I also know that Orlando, they want to go back there again, but it might not happen until 34 because right. they already ran Orlando, whereas Minneapolis, brand new stadium, and you know they want to break it in and be a part of that. And they've never done a mania up in Minnesota before. And you could definitely pull in for Hall of Fame, the AWA, which was you know based up in the Minneapolis, Twin Cities, Midwest area. Yep. You, could, you could base a lot of inductions of people who haven't gotten in yet. I think Eric Bischoff, that would be the time for him to get in because he was oh, – awesome. he, he got his start as a play-by-play guy for Vern Gagne in the AWA. And that's where the Mall of America was the first uh, WCW ever yes. uh, Nitro. Great point. I didn't even think of that, and that's a great point too. You're right. Absolutely. Um, so I think that would be a great time to get Eric Bischoff in. And they've already got Vern Gagne in. They've already got Bachwinkle in. I'm trying to think of AWA guys that still need to get in. Um uh-huh. I'd have to go back and do my homework on that, but I think that would be a great, a great place to have Mania in 2017. Um, Shot, Sable's already in the Hall of Fame because you know she's married to Brock, and would that be a time for Sable to get in, or she's already in? She's not in. I think she deserves to be in. She was such a part of the early Attitude Era. If you go back and watch those Raws they've put up on the network, uh-huh. she was more over than most of the main event guys with her program right. she did with Mark Miro leading into WrestleMania 14. Um, I think Sable definitely deserves it. Um, thinking, I was also reflecting this morning on Hall of Fame for Dallas. Maybe we could just fantasy book that real quick. I mean, it seems like a lock for the Freebirds to get in just with the, um, you know, was it WC, C, WCCW or? Yeah, world, I think it was WCCW. Yeah, world class. Yeah, I think the Freebirds should get in. The Von Erics are already in. Um. Throw JBL in there? Would you throw JBL as a Hall of Famer? Because would this work with uh, APA and his individual? Career? You know what? I would be okay with it. I'd be okay with it. You could have uh, Ron Simmons induct him. I'd be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, your main event guy to go in, maybe this is the year you put The Rock in. Maybe that's his involvement with Mania. Um, mm-hmm. It would be cool to see Sting go in, especially mm-hmm. in his home state. Because I don't think you put Taker in until next year if, if and when right. he does retire. Um, try, if the diva I'd like to see go in next would be, I think they've gotten most of their veteran ones in, like, you know, um, May Young's in there, uh, mm-hmm. Moolah's in there, Trish, Lita, Sunny. Um, I think Luna would be a cool choice, but I don't know if they consider her Hall of Fame worthy. Right. Um. Maybe a Mickey James or a Victoria? I was thinking uh, Victoria more than, than Mickey, but by them still being part of uh, different companies right now, yeah, more Mickey James than, than, uh, than Victoria, I, I just don't think they could put them in yet, even though I think they deserve to be in. Um, I know Victoria's not really part of like a, a roster per se. She does work just like indies and you know, promotions and signings and stuff. I think she could be a good choice just – and just as, as kind of an honor to that match that they had at WrestleMania 20, the hair match with Molly Holly, I've always mm-hmm. looked back very fondly on that match. 
And um, I think she would ha- would be able to have a nice little run as kind of a veteran in NXT, much like they've done with Rhino. Right. And I think she still looks great. She could definitely pull that off. Whereas, like you said, Mickey James, she's kind of with her husband, Nick Aldis, a.k.a. Magnus. And I think they still have money they can make working as kind of a couples type thing. Right. Global Force or TNA again or whatever. Um, so, yeah. Not, maybe. To, not to change it up, you know, going off women, I have respect for the women in the Hall of Fame. What about Owen Hart? And oh. Hart, you know, be a headline for, as a, inducting him for his brother in the Hall of Fame. For sure. They definitely seem to try and put one posthumous induction in every year, um, like they did with Randy Savage recently. I think that, and you know, they have the DVD coming out of him. Uh, I want to say this fall, it's not with his family's blessing. By his family, I mean his wife. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I know Brett's been very vocal, and I think it's time that we get Owen in there. If if Savage and a warrior can get in, we can find a way to get Owen in, and it's much deserved. Um, One of my all-time favorites. And what about a celebrity? Uh, Who would be the celebrity this year to get in the Hall of Fame? I'm trying to think of who's a big-time celebrity that hasn't gotten in yet. Like Maybe the LT drama with his... um, Criminal charges, maybe that's passed enough where you could get LT in there yeah. for the main event of WrestleMania 11 or I don't know. I just thought about Shaq. Maybe you might want to throw Shaq in there. I could, uh, I mean, I could see them. I mean, they have Pete Rose and Drew Carey in there. Why not Shaq? Yeah. He's had he's had Sports Center moments with the big show. Yeah. And um, I was at the one that he was at. Uh, he hosted DC Monday Night Raw. I was there. Oh, were happened. you? Was that one he uh, when they had the Jericho thing and they had their thing with Shaq in the ring? Yes. Oh, you were there for that. That's cool. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, I could see that. Um. I'm trying to think of like classic celebrity things that they haven't acknowledged yet. Because when I went to Mania in Chicago in 2006, they put in William Refrigerator Perry for being part of that Battle Royal at WrestleMania two. Right. So if they can get him and then get anybody in, um, gosh, Bob Barker would sure be fun just for him being the best guest celebrity host of Raw ever. <laughs> um, maybe yeah, I, I'm sure they'll find one. And here's one more woman for you, Vicky Guerrero. Ooh, you know what? They should do it, and it would be it would be a nice location too with the Guerrero family. Yes. Whether they like her or not, I know Chavo's got his issues with her that he's spoken about publicly. Yep. Um, you know, the Guerrero family's big in Texas. I think they ran – Gory Guerrero ran his promotion out of El Paso, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be certainly appropriate. Um, yeah. Well, it definitely seems like we they've got some semblance of um, who they might put in. I wish they would start I, – I think they'll probably announce the main person when they put the WrestleMania and Hall of Fame tickets on sale because True. didn't they announce Warrior like really far in advance? It was, it was really early, and it, his rumors came out even before the announcement that he was going to do Warrior. So that, that definitely yeah. was a long time before even close to getting the tickets in and, and, and know what was going on for that. And Savage was the same thing because I remember that made very yes. big headlines when they finally put Savage in. Is there anybody like glaring though besides Owen Hart that they haven't put in yet that's still alive? Like a very um, big omissions. Just for uh, ECW sake, because you know ECW is part of uh, WWE. Tommy Dreamer. Um, for sure. He he's he's somewhere up that to me. Um, Raven. Yeah. Raven would be good. Yeah. Um, I don't think Sabu or Sandman. Plus Sabu, he's had some really nasty press. Yeah. I don't know if you've been privy to those headlines. It's not good. He he needs to kind of slow his roll a little bit. Um, although if they ever did a Mania in Philly, like I know Philly was kind of a a finalist to land Mania, that would be where I think you could really get into the ECW thing mm-hmm. whenever they go back to the Pennsylvania or Philly area or even Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh oh, yeah, could sure. definitely host one in PNC if the weather allowed. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think we should – um. Definitely revisit this topic down the line. I would almost like to fantasy book mania and fine tune it like every four to six weeks. I'm good with that. Yeah. Because you know everything is always subject to change and something might happen at Night of Champions or in the cell that or even Survivor Series that might just blow us out because we didn't know Sting was going to be here last year during this time, you know, yep. or Survivor Series in November. So it, anything can happen. Anything can happen. Absolutely. Oh, you know, another just real quick on Hall of Fame, DDP. Just for not only his in-ring career and the fact that he's done movies, 
He was in a Rob Zombie movie, but also DDP Yoga has made such an impact on the business. Yeah. I and you know getting guys sober and whatnot. I think he would be a great, great choice. Absolutely. Kind of looking ahead to just our WrestleMania plans, let's clue people in on what we've decided so far. We are we are basing out of Arlington, and why don't you tell the people why we chose to stay in Arlington rather than Dallas? I, we felt like we was going to you know stay in Arlington because Arlington, of course, is the home of AT and T Stadium of the new Texas Stadium, and we thought it'd be a great atmosphere like we did when we was in New Orleans. Just the ability to walk up to the stadium, you know, no traffic, no anything, just walk up to the stadium with thousands and thousands of wrestling fans talking you know about this talking about that and even just the point of just waiting in line which didn't even seem like it was that long of just great wrestling fans you know families talking and communicate with each other we thought we could not pass that up if you had to come from the dallas area you would have to drive a little bit maybe 20 minutes into arlington oh, i think it's even i think it's even farther than that too. i think it's like 40 minutes oh 40 minutes and yeah, that's you have to deal with the traffic too so. yeah that's not even counting traffic for sure um yeah, if if you've never been to a WrestleMania, just the walk over if you can manage it. And I think we're probably just like maybe around two miles away. We're gonna be able to walk by the Texas Rangers ballpark and Six Flags. We're staying like pretty close to Six Flags, I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's gonna be great. That just the chants along the street are great fun. We are gonna probably hit a few a uh, few restaurants and uh, establishments on yep. our on our way over. Um. And then we're find a fish bowl or two. <laughs> oh god, we gotta watch out for D Wayne, dude. He <laughs> anyways. Um so we are basing out of Arlington. We have tickets for ROH TV tapings on Saturday afternoon that weekend, yep. as we talked about, and that is uh it's at the same hotel convention center of where WrestleCon's at. Um I don't think we're gonna really patronize WrestleCon, to my knowledge, just because I, they have the like a lot of the people are announced to who's going to be there, and it's kind of like yeah. I'd rather just I'd rather see wrestling personally than meet meet a bunch of wrestlers. Yep, I agree with you. Um, I, I know my wife and I have talked about access, but I don't I don't know if I feel like fighting that frenzy to be honest. What are, What's your thoughts about access? You know what we we seen access in New Orleans, and even when we was in there, it was like, do we? Do we should we have gone t- got tickets for it or do we just need to be just in the whole venue? I mean, to me, just walking around and seeing everybody around access was just good enough for me. You know, I didn't need to waste time waiting in line to try to do certain things. You know, yeah. of course, you have your merch that you could purchase there. You know, access just being a whole venue or whatever the, of the convention center. But as far as just waiting in line for all that stuff, yeah, it'd be great to do. But you know, it's it's very time consuming. I don't want to waste my time on it. Well, that's the thing. We only have three days down there, and you know, we still. None of us have really gotten around Dallas too much. We want to definitely spend some time checking the city out. So Absolutely. I'd rather do that than wait in the lines. But we, I think we'll definitely make an appearance at the Superstore. Um, yes. I mean, we spent about an hour in there. And most, yeah. most of it was D-Wayne drooling over the big gold belt. That's where the name of our yeah. podcast comes from. Um, when I go to Mania, and I should tell people my tradition, because I, when I went to Mania 22, access wasn't really a big thing at that point. You know, wrestling wasn't in kind of in between heydays, but they had a merch stand in the hotel. And we also, I did a travel package with two of my friends from high school. So we stayed, we got, it included a hotel, a meet and greet in the hotel on Saturday. It included a bunch of free merch. Um, I still have a WrestleMania 22 backpack that I bring all over the place. Um, It included Hall of Fame, uh, Lower Bowl Mania tickets. And then we also went to the Bacon Biceps and Bagels Brunch in the hotel convention center. And they had... You had breakfast, and then you had assigned seating, and they had like a Q&A type thing. Joey Styles was the host, and they had – it was mostly people that weren't on the card. Uh, Road Warrior Animal was there. Mr. Kennedy was hurt at the time, so he was there. Yeah. Um, Sensational Sherry, who got inducted that weekend. Oh, gosh, who else? Um, Tyson Tomko, I remember being there. It was a it was a hodgepodge. I'll have to show you guys my pictures. Um, 
where was I going with that though? But anyways, when I go to WrestleMania, I get I have a couple of souvenirs that I get to add to my collection. I always get the plush bear. Yep. Which sounds random, but I got the free one in my merch set the first time I went, and then I bought one that had like a New Orleans jester hat on it at Mania 30. So yes. I get a plush bear to add to my shelf in my office here at my home. I get a WrestleMania shot glass to add to my collection, and I get a program because I think with age, those become even more and more cool to be able to show to my future children um, the WrestleMania programs, which have all like the matches and stuff in them. Mm-hmm. And then, so we'll do the Superstore. We are definitely planning on NXT Friday night. All rumors indicate that they will be running either a live event or a takeover. And we can only assume American Airlines Arena, same place as Hall of Fame, correct? Right, right. I would agree. So then we have that. Um, what am I forgetting that we're planning on doing that weekend? Um, I mean, recording, obviously. Yeah, we're recording. Yeah, if we, if we definitely will have enough juice to record that night right after Mania. I'm going to bring my laptop, and it'll be nice to be in the same room and not have the technical difficulties you guys are used to hearing on our show from recording across several states. Yeah. What else? Um, what, what, are, what are you excited to see in the Dallas area? Like what, you know what sites? Just just like you mentioned, the, the seeing the two stadiums of you know the Texas Rangers ballpark and the AT and T Stadium, um, how so close they are together. I think that's one of the things I'm be looking forward to, especially living close to the Baltimore area. Um, I've been told so many times that Rangers ballpark is just like a mimic or a mirror image of uh, or Camden Yards and Orioles uh, Park sure. at Baltimore. So I'm really interested to see how that looks. Okay. Uh, and I'm really interested to see how downtown Dallas looks because I've heard kind of mixed reviews from my wife when she had went down there to work on a show a couple of years ago. And she told me that the city wasn't that great. But when you have wrestling and a whole lot of wrestling fans, sometimes just the, the whole venues and people about the venue just make the whole city better. For so sure. I'm just really anticipating, you know, how the city is as a whole. Of course, this will be my third Mania coming up. Um, so, of course, Mania is always great. Um, but I just want to see what the whole city is. And can it outdo what New Orleans did? Because I thought New Orleans did an outstanding job yes. of hosting WrestleMania. I, I think that's probably one of the top three venues that they should continue to run every decade, if not sooner. Yeah. Um, I'm interested when we go downtown, I want, I know Dealey Plaza is very close to where the ROH show is. That is where president Kennedy was assassinated. And I think that's just a historical landmark that I think we should definitely check out. They have, um, I've started making a Google map of all the places that they have down there. There's a lot of, there's like a fountain park or like a sculpture park or something. I want to check out. There's, it's that tower thing that you see at night and it's like got a ball at the top with lights all over it. Yes. Yes, because they showed a lot of NBA games when they, you know, had Maverick games. So yeah. I know what you're exactly what you're talking about. They got they got some cool looking bridge down there that's very white and like modern looking. I, I apologize, Texas people, that I'm not f- more familiar. I'm more knee deep in planning my New York City trip because that's more immediate. But um, I know there's a lot. I what do you know? Did you book your flight yet? I did not. I did not book my flight. I'm trying to hold off for Southwest Airlines because I know they're a little bit late. When it comes to booking flights, and I think that'll probably be the cheapest. Okay. So I'm holding. I'm trying to give it to maybe October. Okay. We, uh, I know Doctor M, my wife and I, we've already booked our flights, and he is landing about the same time as us, uh, around like nine thirty, ten o'clock a.m. Central Time that that uh, that Friday. And I yep. know we're gonna get we're gonna go get to the hotel, and we're gonna um, take a cab, a quick cab over to Fort Worth for probably half the day until if you guys are coming afternoon, we'll just meet you back up and get the car rented. For NXT. Where, where did you fly in? Did you find a which which air, uh, airport did you fly into again? Uh, the main one, uh, the Dallas Fort Worth one, the oh, international okay. one. Right. Yeah, because it's another one out there. I'm not sure which one Southwest. Yeah, Southwest. it's I think it's called like Love's Field. Love's Field. That's it. Yes. Yeah, the main one is the uh, the Dallas Fort Worth one. That's like eight nine miles from Arlington proper. Mm-hmm. So that's the I know Doctor M's landing there too, and he's I think he gets there a little bit before us. He's going to wait for us, and we're going to share a cab to save money. Cool. But we're definitely going to go have lunch. Hopefully, you guys get down there early too. We can all go to Fort Worth and have Yo, that's some. That's my uh, plan. That's definitely my plan. Have some barbecue or something, you know. Yes. Um. So definitely going to check out Fort Worth, Dallas, and then I think we're going to be in downtown Arlington Saturday after um, ROH. We're going to come back, you know, refresh at the hotel, and we're going to go out. And there's like a their downtown's kind of like just a bit south of the stadium. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to cab it over there and just kind of go out and meet and greet with the wrestling fans and have fun. That sounds like an awesome time. But you know one thing I'm really looking forward to, Aaron? What's that? I'm really looking forward to your WrestleMania picture book. 
to see what would look like from 30 and how it can proceed for 32 that you've always put together for all your mania. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I should uh, I should explain that further. So I went to my first wrestling show, and I should start putting more pictures up of my collection because I've got a lot now. I went to my first show when I was a sophomore in high school. They did Monday Night Raw, and this would have been in 2002. The main event was Goldberg versus Ric Flair with huh. Randy Orton. They were, Evolution was still a thing at the time as the special guest referee. This was leading into SummerSlam with the uh, elim- the second Elimination Chamber match. So Kevin Nash was a part of that and Jericho. Right. And, um, since then, I've probably attended at least 25 to 30 wrestling shows. Uh, this will be my third WrestleMania coming up also. I've been to countless pay-per-views at the Allstate Arena in Rosemont, uh, a.k.a. Chicago. Uh, I've been to SummerSlam in Indianapolis in 08. Um, but yeah, I, I have photo books I put together on Shutterfly.com. I have volumes one and two of my wrestling exploits, and I've got pictures with wrestlers, and I've scanned in autographs and ticket stubs and whatever. And then um, I did a whole photo book just of New Orleans in WrestleMania 30, which Dr. M has seen. I saw him last fall, and he got to see it. But I'll definitely bring it so you guys can see it. There's great pictures of all you guys in there. Awesome, and then. Awesome. And then once the trip's done, I'm going to put together our WrestleMania 32 photo book. And um, I could definitely share the photos with you guys in the pa- as I have in the past. But, yeah, it's – I really enjoy photography when I travel. It's it's something I, I look forward to. I took a street photography course in college, and it's just something I've, I've been really into since then, especially with my dad being kind of a semi-pro photographer at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely a passion of mine. So I'm look- I should definitely start – I've put some photos out. Of different events on our social media as I've seen them appropriate for whatever's going on. But I should start throwing oh, yeah. more stuff out there for sure. Always good stuff, man. Always. It's very organized. Like, fans, this is something that I would purchase. And and I'm in the podcast. I am a friend. You know, I would still purchase this if this ever came out, you know, public. Because it's really good quality, really good stuff. And it just shows, like, a, a true passion of a wrestling fan. So it's definitely great stuff to see. For sure. Um, well... Besides that, I guess what I would do, what I would say here to kind of wrap up, I appeal to any fans, especially fans based out of anywhere in the Texas or the Dallas area. If we're missing anything that you think we need to see while we're there, and especially restaurant recommendations, please let us know. We definitely want feedback. Um, I, my buddy Donovan is based out of the Dallas area. He will be going to some of the events with us. We're going to definitely rely on him for guidance on what to do. Um Please shout us out, though. We're definitely looking forward to coming down there. I know my wife and I have kind of made a pact. We want to do one Texas barbecue meal. We want to do mm-hmm. one Texas steak meal. We want to do one Texas Tex-Mex uh, meal. That's our nice. that's our three meal goals. Um, is there anything that you know, food-wise that you definitely want to have while you're in Texas? Um, I think just some good old classic barbecue, of course, when we get down there, just from being a, you know – southern areas of our states but you know anywhere I'm, I'm up to trying new things i will eat anything just you know i just want to just go down there just to have have it all just have all the fun you know that we can have so it's nothing really particular that i can say i want to you know stick out but hey texas you know fans or, or texas people if you have anything that you want me to try i think we should do shout us out i would try anything when you do barbecue, are you like more of a brisket guy? Are you more ribs? Or what do you like when you get barbecue? Oh, man, I definitely love some briskets. And I don't know why I'm saying this because my wife is going to kill me because she does not eat beef or pork. But by me saying this, she's probably going to kill me. But I would definitely do any type of beef briskets. Oh, man, they're so awesome. And I'm a ribs guy too. So, but beef bris- brisket, excuse me, are the number one thing for me. There's this little um, locally owned barbecue joint kind of by the stadium. Uh-huh. It's within walking distance. I the name escapes me. I bookmarked it on my Google map I'm making for the trip. But um they've got like a very it's a very intimate menu. They got brisket, they got St. Louis style ribs, they got um barbecue chicken, uh-huh. and like two other things. I know hot links were on there, they had like jalapeno hot links, that's probably what I would get. Nice. And like it's pretty reasonable price and it's right by the stadium. That would be I would be up for something like that. Oh yeah, uh, I'm down Sunday, for sure. I am down. Um well, that's kind of where we're at with our mania plans. We're basically at this point, um, Celis has got like a Ticketmaster preferred account, and he's he's kind of our point guy for the mania tickets. So we're just kind yeah. of waiting for the on sale for that. I I don't think we've quite hammered out what what our budget is yet. We probably need to do that soon. 
Yeah. We sat really Especially with the big old screen that's going to be at Texas Stadium. Yeah. We sat really close in the Superdome, and that was a great experience. So, like, I don't know if I necessarily need to be as close this time, although that would be great. We got to. We gotta figure out what we want to do for the tickets, but we'll uh, we'll definitely update you guys. It would almost be more funny to have all of us on the podcast and just hammer it out live on the air. <laughs> yes. So we'll see what happens with that. But um, is there anything else that we need to throw out there before we wrap up this extended weekend edition of the podcast? Just shout out to all our uh, Twitter followers, like you know, Brian's Kinsella eighty five at K Gifted. You know, people that normally retweet us. And talks to us during our shows, Monday Night Raws and the pay-per-views. Uh, it's just great, great interactions that we're doing. It's hilarious. It's very insightful. It's just a lot of great wrestling fans that we have out there. Switchblade, too, who retweets several of our stuff and favorites. It, you know, it's just great um, to have that interaction with you while we're watching, you know, Monday Night Raw, while we're watching the pay-per-views. You know, just being interactive with you as fans and just you as general wrestling fans in general. Uh, it's just always great to have. It makes the show more entertaining and fun to watch with. Yeah, absolutely. I, I will echo that. I'm so appreciative of all the feedback that we get. Um, definitely looking forward to spreading the show more. I know we're going to try and have T-shirts made to kind of rep the podcast when we're down yep. in Texas. So, you know, if if you like our show, the best way to support is to just tell people about it. Retweet us. Tell your friends to listen Rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Um, just catch the new episodes and spread the love. We're definitely looking forward to expanding our audience moving forward. We're going to try and have ourselves a decent presence when we're down in, in uh, Texas for Mania. And I guess we'll get back with you guys sometime next week, probably more WWE talk. I will review my experience at the Global Force Wrestling um, baseball event coming up Look a week from today. And I think that's it, man. You good? I'm, I'm good, I man. This is a great Saturday. Saturday morning. Well, I can't say that, but that would be copyright infringement. But great Saturday wrestling. <laughs> well, uh, for Celis, this is Aaron. This has been the Big Gold Belt Podcast. We will catch you guys sometime next week. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. The time is now. The moment is here. Get ready your fears. No time for the tears. Because we don't hours because we got the power in the palm of my hand. Give the chance, you know. And when it seems everything's wrong and the pressure is on, that's when it's time to be strong. Just look in the mirror and wipe your face. Step up to the plate, cause it's time to be great. So come on and embrace the new day. This has been another production of the Big Goat Belt Wrestling Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at BGB Group or on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Big Gold Belt. Email us at Big Gold Belt Group at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes.